Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pop culture. I'm Will. I'm Rob. And I'm Josh. Good evening, everybody. Uh, We're here episode four. Just going to dig right into it. Uh, But before we get too far, I want to ask you guys, last week talked about Pictures I wanted to hang in in Yana's room, and now that you get a chance to see him. Right, so you brought him? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so so what we need to describe for people listening out there, uh, I got to say, Josh, first of all, before you do that, I'm totally with you. I don't see anything wrong with these no, at all. It's totally appro- It's definitely vintage floral. Yes, yes definitely. I want to remind him, yeah, that was vintage floral. Yeah. And so there's a picture of Darth Vader sitting in a meadow. He's drinking a cup of tea, very daintily. I think that's terrific. With a pretty rad apron on. Yeah, like right, there. right. He's got the apron there. And then there's the other picture is Boba Fett. And Boba Fett is sitting there. I don't know if it's crocheting or knitting. I never get those I get those mixed up. But anyway, he's sitting there, I would say crocheting, uh, with a pile of yarn in his lap. And I think it's terrific. I think I think they're great. And I can't understand... You know, I blame the pregnancy. She's not. It's the hormones. hormones. It's yeah. the hormones. Yeah. It's the hormones. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, dear, if you're listening. But uh, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I had a pretty good week. I don't know about you guys, but um, I thought we kind of brainstormed yesterday what we should talk about today, and I think uh, we had a pretty good idea talking about our fathers and what mm-hmm. we thought of memories yeah. of our dads. So, yes. uh, Will, why don't you kick it off with your fondest uh, memories? Well, first of all, I'll say my dad's been gone for 10 years. As of, and his, He just would have had his 83rd birthday earlier this month, so a few weeks ago. Which is really weird. 10 years, it's very difficult to believe he's been gone that long. But then again, in other ways, it seems like he's been gone forever. He was, he was a different guy. I mean, he was, uh, I think, nerdy in his own way. But he, he was into movies, I think, but he didn't... Like he wasn't obsessive about it, but as I look back, it's really interesting to look back at things and pick up clues and kind of find think, yeah, he must have really been into movies. He had a pretty big record collection, and a lot of those records were were movie soundtracks. And I was talking to my brother about this just the other day that back before VCRs, if you liked movies, you collected the soundtracks. That's what you because you couldn't get a hold of. Prince of the movies, really. So, having the soundtrack was your way to relive that memory or of the movie at home. And so, I thought that was really insightful of my brother to bring up. But yeah, I remember he was into the into movies, and we talked. I think I mentioned Star Wars on this podcast. No, I don't think I told the story. So, I remember when I was boy. I think it was in. Fourth grade, third grade, when Star Wars came out. It shows you how old I am. Josh, you said you were 30, and you said you were the old man and, uh, at one point in, our, I think, our first podcast. And, boy, you got, you're nowhere near Rob and I. So, anyway. anyway. I have an old soul, though. You're, you have an old soul. That's true. That's very true. But I remember when Star Wars came out, the only place... We lived outside of Portland, Oregon. The only place that was showing... It, when it first came out, was uh, uh, actually not even in Portland. It was on the far side of Portland from where we lived. We drove an hour to go see this movie because it was only showing at one movie theater 
in the Portland area. Of course, this is before anybody knew, you know, in the first week or two, nobody had any idea what it was going to be. And so theaters didn't book it because they just, oh, it's this weird science fiction movie. And so we drove an hour, an hour to go see this movie. And I remember standing in line and I remember hearing the music when the doors opened up after, like at the, the after the previous showing, at the end of it, people coming out. And I just remember the music being like nothing I had ever heard from a movie before. But yeah, so we went, we drove an hour to go see it. And then uh, I remember for Empire, we were camping at a state park and we drove in like 20 or 30 minutes into town to go see Empire Strikes Back. And uh, then I, he also took us to go see Return of the Jedi when it came out. So he took us to go see all of the Star Wars movies. So I never thought I was my dad as a big movie nerd or certainly not a big science fiction buff. But the fact that he took us to go see all of these movies and the theater, that I mean, he must have been... He must have liked them himself. He's like, I don't think he would have gone to that much trouble uh, just for us to go see this movie. But I think he realized how important they were and he enjoyed them clearly. And so he took us to go see them. But yeah, it was, and it's weird. Just, and I wish you were still alive for a lot of reasons, but they're just those kinds of things that I sort of realize I'm learning about him now that I wish I could ask him about. You know, I wish you were around so I could just ask him, like, so, like, tell me what you remember about Star Wars, like, when it first came out. But, yeah, obviously I can't do that. But, yeah, it's just crazy. And then I know when they, I remember when they re-released the special edition when Lucas put it out back in the theater. He put a, each movie out for, like, I think a month or something like that. I made it a point to take him to go see episode four, which... I think it's really cool because this is episode, this is our episode four, and I'm talking about Star Wars episode four. <laughs> this is people. Anyway, so I made it a point to take him to go see that movie to kind of close that loop because he took me to go see it when I was out the first time. But yeah, uh, man, talking about him, I realize how much I miss him at times, and it's really those kinds of moments that I think, uh, man, I wish he was still around just so I could talk to him about. It's it's not that, I mean, I, I miss him, miss him all the time, but it's every so often I'll think of something when I think, damn, I really wish I could ask him about this. Even if I could only talk to him for 10 or 15 minutes, you know, I wish I could talk to him and just ask him about this one particular thing. But yeah, anyway, that's kind of... Glad uh, I got to meet him. Yeah, that's right. You did, you met him. Um, More than and, one. Couple and, if, and if I can tell another story this is probably oh, cut off one story limit no uh, <laughs> just kidding i'll let, I'll I'll let you more. go along too uh, um, <laughs> this is rob as much your story as it is mine but i remember i happened to be i think i was in college and i was i was in college i was back living at home during the summer i think and i remember being there my mom was I don't know, somewhere. I don't know if she was out of town for a couple days or if she was just out doing something. My dad was home by himself. You called me before you were married. You called me and you said, hey, I got somebody I want you to meet. And it was your your future wife and now ex-wife. But I remember I said, you got some, I got somebody I want you to meet or I met somebody and I I think she's really great and I really want you to meet her. So could you meet us at this pub? And and I remember thinking, man, I don't want to go and be a fifth wheel 
And I, but I said, sure, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there in a little bit. And so I just got off the phone. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to feel like the odd man out, totally a third wheel. And so my dad was home by himself. I asked him to come with me. And he says, okay, I'll go. And so the, he and I met you and your now ex-wife there. And that was, a, that was a fun night. I think that experience. was really cool. I remember him being really engaged in conversation. I remember him being, I don't know, charming is not the word, but, you know, at least interesting. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I thought it was, I'm really glad I brought him. Uh, not just because I didn't want to be a third wheel, but I thought he looked he was, like he was having a good time. He was, I think he was. Yeah, he was. He liked to talk. He's like, I, I inherited that from him. Um, I can see how long I've been talking now, but well, it's so nice to be included too. You know. Yeah, he was. A, he was a good guy. He was really a good guy. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of my. I think my memory that would be the most appropriate for our fourth episode to talk about my dad taking me to see Star Wars for the first time. Very cool. Yeah. Which actually ties into our last episode, I think, about what you want to give your kids. Right, yeah. So it sounds like your dad hit the nail on the head. It's really, it's interesting because there is definitely a a continuum between my dad passing, you know, taking me to see Star Wars and then now me passing. Like I've said, my older kid is kind of more into Star Trek at this point. But my younger one, who's named after my dad... It's really interesting. My uh, my dad was named after his grandfather, and now my kid is named after my dad, which is his grandfather. So I think that's just really cool, the continuum there. And so, yeah, my, my younger is more into Star Wars. But which, when I first met your son, I thought Darth was a pretty aggressive name, but... That's Darth, <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, hey. Darth Eugene Vader, that's, what we, that's, his, that's his name. Uh, yeah anyway <laughs> yeah but it's uh, uh yeah pretty cool rob what about story, you now story, i know man. your your dad pretty well in fact i'll tell i've told him i've told your dad i know i'm still hogging the microphone but i've told your dad uh that you know since my dad is gone he's the only dad i have left because i think of your dad it's cool i think of your dad is a dad but also as a friend and i think that's i think in some ways, I feel very lucky that I can be close to him and almost be kind of on an equal footing with him more than you or your brother can, I think, because there's always that parent-child relationship. Right. But with him and me, it's really... You're still an cool. outlaw. Yeah, that's right. I'm still <laughs> not an in-law, but an outlaw. Yeah. But anyway, so your dad's a really cool guy. So tell us a little bit about your dad and memories you have. So... Our dad's still with us. We're so blessed. He's 82. And so when you're thinking back to your stories about what you passed on from your dad, it reminds me of my favorite memories, the ones that make me laugh the most, kind of kick into me and uh, help me see where I get some of it from. I think my kooky or zaniness. So I remember my dad... Well, the, one of the first times I had a sliver, and he he put on this white shirt. He had these glasses. He wore glasses, and he put them down to over the okay. front of his nose. But how did he put on the white shirt? Well, he made him look like he made himself look like a doctor. He put on the white shirt backwards, if I remember the story. Oh, okay, to look like a smock, like a doctor smock. Backwards. Okay. Yeah, that, I hadn't heard that detail. Yeah, I've seen him do it. Okay. Yeah. 
That's, anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to draw up all your story, but so he he says, "I'm Doctor Von Potten, and I'm going to remove your sliver." And just so he took totally takes your 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 folks and wow, Dad's being really funny, you know. Not so much on ow, the sliver hurts, or what are you gonna do with? Is it gonna hurt? Takes and your was, attention off as a kid. Totally it, took your attention off. Yeah, of it. so that was fun. And then he we had this uh, uh, dining room table, and he would chase us around the dining room table. And you'd be facing him opposite the other side, and he'd he'd jolt one way or the left, you know, left or right. But he'd say he had a code. It sounded something to the effect of like "G, ha," and I guess that the word he used kind of was a hint as to what direction was going to go. But to me, it was more like Dad just got this, you know, battle cry. <laughs> so you'd start zipping around like a dog chasing its tail, and then uh, or he'd, he'd stop, and then he'd jolt the other direction. So. He's yeah. re- he's he's an extremely well-read, highly intellectual person, and I think he incorporates a lot of that knowledge into just being goofy. The G and Ha, I think, is what you would tell like a horse. I think yeah, that's where, right. yeah, one one means one direction, the other means the other one. But yeah, he's really. Uh, I'm trying to think because I remember <laughs> the first time I saw uh, him do something really goofy was. I asked him for something and I can't remember. He still does this. I'll I'll be at your your parents' house and I'll ask him if he's if I can borrow a hammer for something that I was gonna do with their house. They see something needs to be done, and so he gonna he, charge a nickel. No, he says yes. Walk this way. Oh yeah. And then he walks. That's he does like a Charlie Chaplin walk. Yeah, he does his Charlie Chaplin yeah. walk, and I'm supposed to try to mimic his walk, and honestly, I can't do it anymore. But yeah, he's still, he's a reserved guy, but he's also can be very goofy and very silly too, which I think is really, yeah. really cool. There's a different person, side of his personality there, I think, yeah. I was listening, I was learning and studying and observant. There were, when his hearing was much better, he could be taking, he could be uh, engaged in five different conversations at one time. Yeah, and he would you'd hear from across the room. No, nope, it was actually October, not December, something like that. You know, it was like, oh wow, you know, he's and his re, his recall of memory of dates of, no, they moved from Nebraska in 1932, not you know something like yeah. that. So it's just or who the relatives were. He's more of the timekeeper, or the history, the historian for the family in some ways than some of my other relatives who were actually in bloodline of the family, and. Because he grew up without many first co- any first cousins here, right? Uh, he has a sister, and so our family, my mom's side, was really, you know, a family he knew. So yeah, his I remember him working really hard. His mom was adopted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how hard he worked to try to find out who was his family tree. Yeah, and eventually got there. I think didn't he find out? I think or at least he's. Enough- He's, There's still some questions, but yeah, enough satisfaction yeah. to know. But it's still at least that her identity. It's so. still that you know, uh, craving information. In this mm-hmm. case, it's really personal to him. But yeah. but he's always he's. I go to your parents' house, and I see sitting on the on the the uh, end table next to his chair. There's always a stack of two or three books. Mm-hmm. He's always reading. He's uh, yeah. He's a pretty amazing guy. He's really cool. I like him. He, uh, he's, yeah, he's 
he's fun. He's lots of fun. Josh, you had mentioned something. Yeah, you I have kind a of different a, story, don't you? Kind of a, a dynamic that's different, but I think it's pretty common if you mm-hmm. look across the nation. You know, when I was five, my mom married my stepdad. And, uh, you know, I never thought of him as a stepdad. I just thought of him as a dad right. my whole life, you know, and he ended up adopting me. But um, so when I think of my dad, I think of, you know, what some people might call a stepdad, but I just call him dad. And uh, met my biological father for the first time when I was 18 years old. It was the first time I ever met him face to face. What was that like? Strange. Yeah. Very uncomfortable, actually. Really? Kind of. Kind of weird. And, you know, and if he's listening, you know, we've talked about this, so it's not like it's a secret, you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was in uh, Missouri, and he flew out to meet me there. And I remember meeting him and, you know, we were going to go to St. Louis and hang out for the weekend. And I remember sitting in the car and just thinking, like, what do I talk about? What do we talk about? What's going on here? I've not talked to this guy my whole life. Um, strangely enough, I got a letter from his dad, so my biological grandfather, when I was seven or eight years old. Oh. Basically just saying, you know, I'm your grandpa and, you know, would like to meet you someday and... So fast forward to when I'm 18, and now that was the the last contact I had from that side of the family, pretty much. Right. Well, it was just very uncomfortable. At the same time, though, you can't fight genetics, I guess, because of music, sports, humor, yeah. all the same. I mean, identical, you know, <laughs> kind of one of those things like you meet your twin brother for the first time, and it's like... Uh, you yeah. like pizza? I like pizza. Holy, yeah. holy moly. <laughs> you know, I like pizza too. Who doesn't like pizza? Well, okay, that's yeah, true. Matter of fact, if you don't like pizza, then you, this isn't the podcast for you. <laughs> hey, no, not man. Really, not really, yeah, jeez, really. Louise. But uh, <laughs> We need every listener we can get out there. But uh, It's okay if you don't like pizza. If you don't like pizza, I was joking. Just, you know, I don't please people. Just know that. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I met him for the first time and... It was a really great, and you had mentioned something that kind of resonated with me, you know, just a few minutes ago about how you just wanted to, would love to talk to your dad for 10 seconds. I didn't, I felt like that about my grandpa. Yeah. The maddest thing that I'm, that I was the most mad about with my biological father is not getting to meet my grandpa. Yeah. Because he was a war hero. You know, he's in. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. you can Google it and basically he was a POW in World War II. Oh man. He traded a chocolate bar for a pilot's ring. Or his, he had a pilot's ring and he traded yeah. it for a chocolate bar because he was starving. Oh death. wow. And uh, to a German guard and wow. got the chocolate bar. That's the last time he thought of it. Well, he then passed. Well, then about three years ago, there was a couple in Germany found this ring in a you know, American couple in Germany, the neighbors like, Hey, we want to find this guy's ring. And on the inside of the ring was inscribed his name. Oh so, man. But because of this movie, there was a movie about my grandpa's unit. So they basically Googled his name and it popped up first thing. So then they found the family, sent their ring back. Kind of Holy a cool thing. Cow. Yeah. So like That's this guy, incredible. yeah, incredible stuff. But I mean, that, I really think that whole generation is full of heroes. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, the, <laughs> no doubt. I mean, really, honestly, the things that they did for, is just yeah. incredible, but there's a reason it's referred to as the greatest generation Ab- for sure. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. But that that is the thing that I regret the most about you know because you know, of me and my biological father are now building a relationship and you know I me and my wife actually went to a family reunion in North Carolina and it was very emotional for me just meeting that side of a bunch of me's a bunch yeah. of tall goofy <laughs> guys you know just. Holy moly. People you've never met before, never met before but you before, still they knew who I was. feel a connection, do you think? Yeah, my great uncle, I guess, right? My grandfather's brother. 
was very emotional and said, you know, your grandfather talked about you all the time. Wow. Yeah, it was really crazy and uh, really cool. But when I think of, so when I say dad, I'm talking about my stepfather. But so yeah. my dad, my greatest memories of my dad are, I mean, what a, he's a multiple doctorate, you know, multiple PhDs in engineering, super intelligent guy, just incredibly intelligent. I talk to him daily for advice and that kind of stuff. But the memory that always will stick with me to the day I die is, you know, we lived in a trailer. I mean, we were dirt poor when I was a kid. Yeah. It was incredible. But I never went one day in my life without a, a meal on my table, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I, mm-hmm. I remember just, man, what a solid guy my dad is. And those are the memories that makes me appreciate that he's still here. And, you know, hearing you talk about your dad really makes me want to call my dad and just get every day I can out of him. Because my mind is still... 40 years old, but in reality, he's pushing 65, yeah. 67. You know, what just, part of the country is he in? He's in Washington, Washington he's, State. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so he's talk. accessible. You could. Oh, yeah, I see him all the time. And matter of fact, I'm going out this weekend for a long weekend to um, help put up a barn with my dad. Oh, well, nice. cool. 60 by 100 barn. But uh, yeah, I uh, definitely appreciate that. Does he know about this podcast? No. You need to tell him. I will. Yeah, one more <laughs> listener. Yeah, well, yeah, we can always use another listener. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he, um, yeah, you know, the crazy thing about my biological father is uh, we've been getting closer and closer, and at first I almost felt like I was betraying my dad uh, by talking to my I could, I could see that, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, when I told my dad that, you know, this stranger reached out to me because that's who he was in my mind was a stranger at the time, now we're much closer, you know, but... I felt almost, and he was all about it, super supportive. Hey, this is awesome. Get a chance to talk. You know, because every, at the end of the day, it's really cool meeting where you come from. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, yeah. And I know he has his regrets and we've talked about all that, you know, and there's some stuff that, you know, my mom, you know, big drama, you know, my mom didn't want him talking to me and that kind of stuff, that stuff that goes along with it. So, but I have no resentment to anybody it is what it is i'm not i don't fret on the past i'm just happy that we get to build a relationship now but i uh remember hiding it he flew me and my wife out to florida wow years ago and i remember not telling my dad oh, like i yeah not that i lied about it but you know i was afraid to tell him yeah you just I, didn't want to bring it up and it was the weirdest things it was yeah it was the weirdest that. thing you know because of I felt like I was cheating on my dad, you know, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I almost felt like that when, and when I told my dad, you know, I actually told him, you know, one day, you know, actually really recently within the last couple months that no matter what, he'll always be my dad. And he said that meant a lot to him. So yeah. it was there on the back of his mind that he was not worried about it, but you know. I would think also, I mean, having the relationship you have with your, your dad, with your stepdad, you know, yeah. obviously, um, I would think he'd also be would be happy for you. He's very happy for yeah, me. Yeah, to reach out and yeah. kind of get to know your biological dad too. Yeah, and my and it, it, it's like I said, you know, he's a he's an older version of me. It's incredible, yeah. you know, it's incredible. <laughs> and then my whole family, you know, we're in North Carolina. My wife's with me, and I'm just like, holy smokes! Like, yeah, minus the heavy Southern accent. I'm glad I don't have that. <laughs> but, uh, Josh, you do. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but that those are my fond. You know, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to get a relationship with both my dads, and um, but my dad is, like I said, the best story I have to share is he bought a sailboat in California, 
Yeah. Yeah. My dad has never sailed a day in his life. <laughs> so he buys a boat on in Cal Bodega or excuse me, in San Francisco, California. He's gonna sail it from San Francisco up the ocean <laughs> to Astoria. <laughs> up the west coast. Up the west coast, right? And um He's flying down to California with my little brother and reading a Sailing for Dummies book. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure, joking. This, this, I, I'm yeah. just, what could go wrong, what right? What could go wrong, How hard right? could it and, be? You know, it's almost like a Captain Ron type thing. In my, in, I mean, <laughs> really, it is, you know. And, uh, yeah. Except without even Captain Ron. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they go down there. They buy this boat. My dad buys this boat. Him and my little brother get on this boat, and they're, they're sailing up. And they make it to Bodega Bay, California. And when I say they make it to Bodega Bay, I mean the Coast Guard towed him into Bay. Bodega Bay. <laughs> um, and uh, my little brother, I'll, we'll have to have my little brother on this podcast soon because he'll yeah. his, his side of the story. Is <laughs> he's the one I see every so often. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about and the story, he, he's a dad too, right? Right, dad. Yeah, sure, we'll bring him on. on. But the best part about the story, right, is the Coast Guard's called because it's a storm. They lose their motors. Oh no! Um, they're taken on water. And um, basically, they get saved by the Coast Guard. Or excuse me, they don't even get saved by the Coast Guard. They get saved by a fisherman. And my dad, being who my dad is, this multiple doctorate in engineering, just incredible intelligent, incredible proud person, thinks they could row back into, into the bay. They don't want to ask for help. <laughs> you know, they refuse to ask for help. But luckily, my little brother's judgment got the best. And he flashed down a, a fisherman, and the fisherman picked him up and said, you know, someone just died last weekend out here. Oh well, we had you know we're fine. You know my dad, and it's a it's a very comical story. So that's my favorite story. Wow, that's dad. great. Yeah. How like, long ago was that? Six years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, not even that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Does, oh. So does not have a boat anymore. He actually didn't learn his lesson. Uh, that boat was um, sold finally, but then he bought another boat. Yeah. Um, and that boat sank as well. So he really. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. really. Uh, what my brother says is no more boats in the family where yeah. we won't even get set foot on a boat. I've often thought how cool I, I, I sailboat myself. Yeah. Do you? I yeah. drive by a marina every morning and some of them are super nice, but also out there near the marina are these just little, I don't know how long they are, but not very long. Uh, these, these little sailboats, I'm thinking it'd be so much fun. Just. I don't know if I'd want to take it on the ocean. But, well, that's the thing is, if it was sailing up and boats, down the river, yeah. I can understand it. But a forty-foot, yeah, forty-six-foot yeah. sailboat with two people that have never sailed a day in their life, yeah. yeah and that's a, my little brother turns the what I call a steering wheel. He'll probably correct me on that. But <laughs> the, uh, the helm, I would think the the, the helm, well, sure. Yeah, it's like an episode of The Office my yeah. kids watched yesterday. That's right. Those. Yeah, yeah. Identity identity theft is no laughing joking matter. But, um, <laughs> basically, you know, the jib hits the. My dad, and the, it's like a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, this jib comes across, hits, smacks my dad in the back of the head, knocks his favorite hat in the water. They're going, you know, 10 knots, which seems really fast in the water. And yeah, hat's gone. Hat's gone. Yeah. Oh, no, my hat. He's, it's just comical. He's oh, diving so, after it, hopefully. My little brother, the, the whole entire <laughs> thing for my brother, you know, is he wants to shoot the flare gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> Did he, he thinks do it he, for the fisherman. Yeah. No, he pushes the mayday button on the oh. on the on the um, on the radio there, and he just wants to he wants to shoot a flare in there. Oh no, no, we're fine. Darn it! That was the one chance. Yeah. I actually have a flare gun in my house because my dad was going to sell the garage sale. I was like, I'm keeping this. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's really a, that's a good a story. Great story. Uh, 
I was going to ask you, so I see your father-in-law once in a while. Yeah, and he lives with us a couple days a week. Yeah, right. And you're talking about your father-in-law, how close you guys are. Yeah, you guys seem like it too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I truly love him like my own father, and he is incredible. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I always see him out there walking a little dog. Yeah, Frankie. Frankie the the dog. And And then uh, he mows your lawn. He mows my lawn. I mow the back lawn. He mows it like every, I think like twice a week. He puts he ours to shame. He loves it. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Our and front lawn right now has got weeds and it, I didn't mow it last weekend. I got to mow it this weekend, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, your lawn always looks like it's been manicured by a professional maintenance he's, team. He's incredible, incredible person. You know, he's a, uh, they always, he always feels like he's imposing staying with us or something, you know, in, in reality, I would, I would be sunk if he didn't stay with us you know i traveled yeah. so much and he helps out every day you know, well with the kid coming too that's going to be oh, yeah. really nice to have have extra hands around to help that's right. out yeah yeah that's Absolutely. really cool pretty cool yeah. stuff yeah have to I, too. Yeah, not ready. I feel really lucky to have i mean especially since my own dad is gone to have have rob to have your dad around he's um he's you know he's not perfect he's uh he, I see him, he gets a little impatient with my kids sometimes, but I mean, in fairness, my kids are really loud <laughs> when they go and stay up there. <laughs> okay, my 10-year-old is glaring at me, at me right now. Um, 10-year-old, would you like to come on and say hello? Sure. Your brother got to do it last, or not, it was a couple weeks ago, a few weeks hi. ago. Hi. So, say hi and lean in and say hello. Hi. Okay, this is, this is, I'm not going to give your name out because... We'll save that until we actually interview you. But uh, this is the one that's really into President Lincoln and the one that's turning into a, a massive Star Trek fan. And uh, he's been playing an old Star Trek real-time strategy game. Well, uh, Star Trek obs- Armada 2. Yeah, Armada 2. I used to play that game. You've been obsessed with it. And what movie franchise is on your t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And, and this summer, we're going to turn your bedroom into like... I don't know, a house uh, common room? Yeah. Did we say? One of the dormitories. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we're changing it from Hoth, from <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, over to the uh, Harry Potter, Harry Potter theme. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. All right. Thanks, 10-year-old. Bye. 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 All right. Well, yeah. Uh, so that's now, I guess, both of my kids have... Uh, have had a chance to say hello. That's pretty cool. We'll have them on. Our goal is to have all of our kids on, I think, eventually. Well, and uh, I told you the other day that uh, my old, my youngest son has, well, actually oldest too, has experience editing and so forth. But Right, yeah. But the youngest one is doing it currently, and they suggested having a kids-only version of the podcast. That's, he mentioned that to me too. Yeah. So, so uh, where the they kids might take over. They off, and they would do... And, an episode, and with with our luck, you know, they get more listeners than us. And no, <laughs> yeah, we should. And then when you get nothing but call-ins, like, "Hey, where are those?" Yeah, maybe we shouldn't let. Maybe them we'll have. be the guests. Yeah, oh, I think that was the. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that was the premise. Is like they would, we would be their guests. I think was the was the pitch, and I, I think that's a good idea. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to be there at all, but this would better. be. Uh, instead of parenting Maybe without that. getting up, we'd have to change the name for that episode to, <laughs> to I don't know, uh, parent parent 
Parents something. make us get up. Parents, I don't know. Yes. Making parents get up. Maybe that's it. <laughs> we made them get up today. Yeah. <laughs> we made our parents get up. Yeah. Yeah. Or parent training. We could call it parent like training to parent. I don't know. Anyway, we have time to think about it. Parent trap. How to train your parents. Yes. How to train your parents. Something like that. Yeah. I just thought of that. Yeah. yeah. We could use that. They could do that. All right. Yeah. It'll be fun. We'll also have more guests coming up. I think in the next, maybe in a couple episodes, we'll have... Uh, I have I know someone who's an adoptive father who's adopted uh, three boys, and so he and his wife. And I like to have him come on, and uh, I got to figure out how to do the Skype thing first. But because oh, he right. he is on the East Coast, so when we are on the West Coast, if you have not figured that yeah. out by now, but I think it'll be good, and we want to continue these. You know, if we keep these going long enough, you could have. Um, Yana come on and be a guest. Sure. So yeah, that would be great. She might not say a whole lot, but I hope not. But that would be. <laughs> I hope she's quiet. That would be great. We'll see so, what she sounds like. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll wrap it up for us this week. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show and hope you have a great week. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we are always looking for to hear from folks to tell stories that they have about their own dads or. Their kids are just anything in general, anything at all. And we'd ha- be happy to hear from you. Our contact information, our email is pwgu at, oh, sorry, pwgupodcast at gmail.com. And our Twitter account is at pwgupodcast. Drop us a line and let us know how you enjoy the show and share your stories. We want this to be. Uh, a conversation not just between the three of us, but between anybody listening. And this is a podcast by dads, but it's for everyone. And I think that'll that'll do it. If you like the show, please subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or that or wherever you listen to us, give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate that. Or, and I think that'll do it. So hope hope everybody has a great week. See you guys. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye, everybody.